What's going on, everybody? I hope you're all doing great. This is a Disciples Podcast where we make your walk with Christ powerful and efficient. I'm your host, Kirby Steven, and I'm so glad that you can join me today on our episode of the Disciples Podcast. On today's episode, we are going to talk about the keys to resist temptation. Five keys to resist temptations why it is so important how we're going to do this there's so many more than five keys but today we're going to focus on those if this is your first time listening to the disciples podcast we say welcome to the ddp family make sure you subscribe to the feed you follow us on social media the disciples podcast and you visit our website the disciplespodcast.com and become a website member all right let's get ready and let's dive into this Guys, I am so blessed to be doing this. Uh, I'm super excited to be able to continue to bring value into your life. Uh, I'm so happy to receive all of your messages that I receive on social media, how these uh, podcasts, these episodes have been impactful for you and that you are growing through them. Uh, I praise God for each and every one of you that are following this. And uh, why don't you share it with somebody that you know might um, benefit from this episode. I want to give a shout out especially to uh, one of our listeners, Bruna Dalsey, and she was actually the one that suggested this topic. And I'm sure that's going to be not only a blessing for her, but a blessing for each and every disciples that wants to grow efficiently and powerfully in the Lord. Now, we live in a world riddled with all kinds of temptation and i don't need to be specific you know them all we all have temptation that we go through on a daily basis uh sinning today is not hard it's very is easy it's very easy to sin so the question is how can i resist how what can i do practically that will help me to resist temptation that i'm encountering every day i cannot go to a cave i cannot be a a hermit i have to go to work i have to go to church i have to go to see my families how can i resist sin how can i resist temptation to sin and uh what what should i do what the bible is saying as well so today i'm going to share with you five things that hopefully will help you on your walk with christ and to hopefully help you as well to to resist temptation now i want to share with you a few verses but the first one is what will be the 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 bedrock of this subject and it's in james chapter 1 verse 13 14 i suggest you to read the book of james it is very straightforward that will really speak to your face and really for those of you who really want to be efficient and productive and powerful in your walk with christ james is a real book for you to read it's not long it's short and it's it's straightforward to the point but in, in that verse, James chapter 1, verse 13, 14 will say, When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each one, each person is tempted when they are dragged the way by their own evil desire and entice. Now, this verse, I can make a whole podcast only on this verse. Maybe I will do it. But the only thing I would like to say for you is the first thing. What you need to understand, what you need to know for you to resist temptation, first of all, examine yourself. We have to understand that God is not tempting us. 
It's not God that's, that is being tempted by evil to tempt his people. No, and God tempt no one. You have to take it clear from the word of God. So when you are tempted by evil, when your flesh is tempted to do something, don't put it on God, putting on yourself. When we go decide to sin, because sinning is a decision, even though we are tempted by it, sinning is, sinning is a decision. Disobedience is a decision, especially when we know, when we understand who God is. Uh, I'm talking to disciples, so I, by now we know right and wrong. So we have to look at ourselves and examine ourselves. And this is very important in, ex in your examination. Examination is the first step to progress and transformation. So what are you nourishing yourself with? What are you filling yourself, filling your soul with? What kind of movies you're watching? What kind of music you're listening to? What kind of books you read? What are the places you're going to? All those things, they might be very silly or very small or very menial, but they are all important. They are all factors into what is your what your body, what your your soul, what your mind is enticed to, um, what your heart is turned to as as far as desires is going. So, what kind of movies, music, books, places you go to? Those are the things that you should see around you that you have to examine yourself with and i'm talking about movies because we watch a lot of movies in our generation today i myself have i have a subscription to netflix myself but we have to make sure that as much as you watch movies are you filling yourself with the word of god are you filling yourself with the words of god the songs of of worship and in all this will give you a kind of a armor against sin. Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days, 40 nights, fasting and meditating. When the evil came to tempt him, he was able to fight and resist. Why? Because he nourished himself not with food and his own fleshly desires, but he filled himself with the presence of God, with prayer, with worship, with meditation of the word. So he was able, when the enemy came and tempted him, to fight. So for you to resist temptation, you have to first examine yourself, examine what you're watching, examine what you're listening to, examine what you're reading, examine the places that you go to. All those are influences that nourish yourself on, on what kind of resistance you'll be able to have when the temptation will come. And remember, it's not about God. It's not about God tempting you. God does not tempt us to do evil. It's about ourselves. It's about our own desires. It's about our own attraction. So we must first examine ourselves. The second thing is examine the people around you. Now, I know, you, I know you're not going to like this verse. I know you are not going to like this verse. Bad company corrupts good character. Yes, I know you hate that verse. I know you didn't want to listen to it. I know you didn't want it. However, this verse is true. And I'm going to tell you from my own experience, I did hate it, that verse, for a long time. But it is so true. Bad company corrupts good character. This is 1 Corinthians 15, verse 33. Look it up. Examine the people around you. Not only examine yourself, but you have to examine the people you hang around with. If you want to be a perfect person in the Lord, 
which is kind of a standard that God is putting for us. Perfection, holiness. So if you want to be a holy person, if you want to be a perfect person, you have to hang around people that at least wants to be perfect or working on the, working on themselves towards perfection. I always say this, even though I will never be perfect in my life, even to the day I'm going to die. But I want to say that every day that I'm working on myself, I'm moving towards perfection. Even though I'm not going to be perfect, I'm moving towards perfection. I'm better and better every day because I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to be holier. I'm trying to be perfect in all the areas of my life. I'm always going to have things to learn. I'm always going to have things to progress on. However, I'm going to be in the path of perfection. So I want to hang out with people who are like-minded, who have the same character as I have. If I'm a lawyer, I want to hang out with other lawyers because I know if I hang out with other lawyers, I'm going to be a better lawyer. If I if I'm a millionaire, I'm going to hang out with other millionaires because I'm going to I'm going to make more money. If I want to be a leader, I'm going to hang out with other leaders so I can become a better leader. I think it's only logical that if you want to resist temptation, you don't want to hang out with people who always fall into temptation. While you want to be an encourager for them, you want to be a person, a model for them, you want to be a person that they want to use as their own influence. But if you hang out with someone who always enjoy sinning all the time, enjoy imperfection all the time, bad company eventually will corrupt your good character. It's just plain. Now, I want to bring you to another place in the Bible as well. The first verse of the first chapter of the book of psalms will remind us this very things blessed is the one who does not walk in the step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers so we can see that in the first verse of the first chapter of the book of psalm which has 150 chapters in it the first lesson is about your surroundings your first lesson is how blessed you are when you surround yourself with good people. How blessed you are when you delight yourself in the word of God. How blessed you are when you don't walk the same path that sinners take. So if you want to resist temptation, one of the keys for you to understand and to apply in your life is to examine the people around you. Are you, are you surrounded by mockers? Are you surrounded by sinners? What I'm saying by sinners is that are you surrounded by people who doesn't do any effort to get better? Are you surrounded by people who does not want to get perfect or are not walking in holiness? So if you want to resist temptation, examine the people around you. That will be a great help. The third thing is exercise self-discipline. We all know about the fruit of the spirit and the fruit of the spirit has inside of this uh, self-control. Self-discipline, it's key for resisting temptation. 1 Corinthians 9 verse 27, Paul will say, I beat my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. You have to bring yourself into a place that your body is not your master and you are the master of your body. That you have to feel yourself in a way that your spirit will kick in 
when the temptation will arise so you'll be able to resist it. That your body will not control your action, that your mind will not control your action, but your spirit will control your action and give you righteous decisions to make upon when temptation comes your way. I beat my body and make it my slave. It means that it somehow is exercising his soul, his mind, to submit to the will of God. Now again, this is our responsibility. It's our job to exercise self-control. It's our responsibility to exercise self-discipline. It's our responsibility to create pattern that will bring resistance against evil against temptation what is your prayer pattern what is your reading of the word pattern how you nourish yourself again i'm going back to the examining of yourself how you do those things will give you a self-discipline a self-resistant to temptation uh when again when jesus was in the wilderness he was able to rebuke the enemy he was able to resist evil because he created a pattern that became an armor around him so when evil came he was able to resist and rebuke and the enemy had no no choice but to leave so exercise self-discipline now the fourth thing is and this is one of the most important because it's not always applied in our lives and i think we should uh, repeat that verse often and that fourth method often uh we live in a in a world where we are ashamed to tell about our stuff that we talk about our struggles our problem our sins and it's justifiable because you don't really know who you trust and who to trust however when you are struggling with a a, a sin an addiction a something a temptation that don't want to go away or you are feeling weak about dealing with the temptation every time it comes your way you must apply the fourth thing be accountable to someone have a partner a companion a prayer friend a prayer partner a ministry partner a church friend that that you can trust with your confidential things and confess and help in your struggle listen we all are growing with our own things. We all are growing with our own struggle. We all are going to something. So we must all uh, uh, help each other in the faith. The faith is not, and I'm, and I'm going to say it again almost in every episode, the faith in Christ is not something that we should do alone. We have to have somebody that we can walk with. I'm, I'm so thankful that I'm married. I have my wife where I can share things with. I, we can walk together. If everyone else fails, my wife is going to be there. If my best friend is not is not here sometimes at the best of times, my best pastors are not here at the best of times, but my wife, she's there, and I'm here for her because we have this companionship. We have this partnership together in the faith. Now, if you're not married, that's okay you can still find someone that can partner with you maybe not for your entire life but for a season in your life someone that you can share the truth about what you what the challenges you're going through the bible says in james chapter 5 verse 16 i told you james is a powerful book for you to read in those kind of seasons the bible says therefore confess your sins to each other that's what the bible is telling us to do Confess your sins. Confess your struggles. 
confess your challenges. Confess your spiritual uh, downfalls sometimes to each other. And then pray for each other so that you may be healed. Right? The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. Prayer works. I know we have all kinds of tools out there. Therapy, counseling, and all those things, which is great. But the first thing that we should do when we are struggling with something in our lives, the first recommendation of the word of God is to come together. Let's confess it. Let's voice it out. Let's talk about it. And let's pray about it. Because in the midst of prayer, healing can come. Right? In the midst of prayer, spirits can go. In the spirit of of prayer, all kinds of temptation can be rebuked. Just like Jesus did with the enemy. Find someone that can accompany you in your journey. I praise God. I have my mentor. In the season that I am in my life, I'm not going to share everything with my dad. There was a season for that where I was sharing things with my dad. And he was the one that I, I would confine stuff that he would help me on. But now that I am on my own, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a man on my own. I need somebody that can give me an objective view, that can speak to me straight. Sometimes I do go to my dad, so so for fatherly advice, but I have a mentor, I have coach, I have friends and partners, I have colleagues that will give it to me straight, right? So I, I can be accountable to somebody, share my heart, share my struggles, and, and hopefully you share with someone that you can trust, that can help you, that can encourage you to keep going and keep moving forward. So that is one of the greatest ways to resist temptation is to not fight it alone. Bring someone with you that you can trust, that you can share your struggles with, that can reinforce you in prayer and that you can be healed because the prayer of a friend, the prayer of a partner, the prayer of a fellow soldier in the faith is powerful and effective. Be accountable to someone and have a companion. Last but not least, this is more of an encouragement for you. I want to say one of the keys to resist temptation is to know that you can resist. I want to say this to you. If you are listening to this podcast, especially to this episode, and that that you are a disciple of Christ, I want to tell you, you can resist. The moment you have said yes to Christ, God has given you the strength for your season. There's no season that God is bringing you into that he knows that he do not know that you can have victory. He knows that when he brings you to a season, That season will have fights and trials. And yes, the enemy will come and tempt you out of this season. God knew how the enemy worked, who would work. So I want to tell you that if you are walking and you're struggling with something, God is telling you today that you can resist it. Bible says, and this is one of my favorite verse when I'm going through challenges in my life. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 13. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. So before I continue, there's nothing that you're going through that is uncommon. Everything that you're going through is common. It's not, it's not out of the ordinary. You're not the only one that goes through it or went through it. There's, there's over 2,000 years of, after Jesus of people who've been struggling with stuff even after knowing Jesus. And they got victory. 
So the verse will continue and say, God is faithful. He will not, he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. So the promise of this verse is that you must endure it. Sometimes there's going to be challenges in your life. There's going to be stuff that will come your way. God says, it's part of your path. But you will, I will make a way for you to escape it, a way out, so that you can endure it. I will give you hope. I will give you the strength. I will give you what you need so you can endure the trials and go victory at the end. So I want to encourage you. As you've been listening to this episode about the keys, five keys to resist temptation, you must examine yourself. It's not about God. It's about us. God does not tempt us to do evil. It starts from our hearts, right? So you have to examine yourself. You have to examine the people around you because bad company corrupts your good character. If you're trying to be better, surround yourself with people that are also trying to be better. You also have to exercise self-discipline. The same way Paul beat his body to make it a slave so he doesn't get disqualified after he preached the word. The same way we have to understand that our body, our mind is not our own master. We are the master of our body. So our body does not control what we, what we decide. We do not make our decision based on our fleshly desires, but upon the Holy Spirit within us. Then you have to be accountable. If it is too hard for you to fight, if you feel that you're weak, you need somebody beside you like it's supposed to be, well, align yourself with somebody that you can be accountable to, that you can confess your sins to, and I can help you, encourage you by praying with you because healing can come through that. And at the end, understand that you can resist whatever comes your way because if God has allowed this to happen, not, not he didn't send it, but if God has allowed it to happen in your life, it's because there's a victory he wants you to get. And he will not allow you to get tempted beyond what you can bear. He will recreate for you a, a way out. He will give you a way of escape. He will give you what you need so you can endure the fight. You can endure the challenge. All right, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you were blessed by this and those five keys to resist temptation while there's more has been helpful for you if you like this episode go on to apple Podcasts, go on to google Podcasts, or whatever podcast platform and give me a reviews give me five star so i can move up the the rank uh, uh, so more people can be blessed by this podcast and you can always write me send me a dm on, on social media and uh, you can also become a website member at the disciplespodcast.com god bless you and see you on the next one Bye bye